Philadelphia went 8-7 this week with the Phillies closing out the Grapefruit League 3-2 last week. The Sixers going 0-2, Flyers going 0-2 with an overtime win. The Fusion win and then lose in the playoffs. Wings take a win and so do the Union. So ladies and gentlemen, all of this and much more coming up on this week's episode of The Orange Line. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, once again to Philadelphia's first and only 8 for 8 sports podcast, The Orange Line. Uh, Thank you for joining me. Uh, And before I get in, I just want to say thank you so much to uh, everyone who has reached out and given some feedback on, uh, on the podcast. I always really appreciate that. I want this to be as good as it possibly can be because The Orange Line isn't just me. It is all of us, um, because it uh, it's a, a podcast that's by fans, for fans, so I, I want to make it as good as it can be for you guys, seeing as you are all fans as well. And what fans are we? Philadelphia sports fans, exactly. Um, so, like I said, it's actually been uh, record-wise a middle-ish kind of week. For, uh, for Philadelphia, but at the same time, it's actually been pretty good in some uh, other aspects, so um, let's just get right into it. Um, I've been talking about the upcoming uh, Fusion-only podcast where I'm going to talk about Overwatch and Overwatch League and uh, how all of this works, um, which I'm very excited for, um, but... Uh, I did say that that's going to come up just because there's going to be a break. The break is because uh, Stage 1 of Overwatch League play has just happened, um, ending, culminating with the uh, playoffs, which is just a couple of the top teams all play together for a chance at half a million dollars, which is pretty cool. Um, but... At the same time, uh, that does mean that we got to see some more Overwatch. And the Fusion was one of those teams that was lucky enough to get into the playoffs. And they actually started everything off pretty uh, pretty well. I talked about how they were going to play Atlanta this week, which was a team that they played all the way back in Week 1, where uh, things pretty much were going back and forth. But uh, when it came to uh, playoffs, they actually won pretty handedly in uh, in the first round, three uh, one, taking uh, maps two, three, and four, um, which is great. Uh, it, it's shown that this team is very good; should not be slept on. Even though uh, we did end up losing to uh, San Francisco, I believe. Um, in the second round, 4-0. That's a rough one. Tough pill to swallow, but at the same time, I'm glad 
that we're being able to compete at the top level. We're going to need that in a couple of years because if you're not savvy, uh, there's going to be a brand new eSports arena in Philadelphia. It's going to be part of the sports complex, and I cannot be happier. It's going to house about 3,500 people, which is insane. Uh, it's going to be a, a nice big auditorium pretty much. Um, and it's not just going to be used for esports. It's going to be used for a whole bunch of things. It could have TED Talks, maybe some small concerts there. It could just have some get-togethers, some big meetings. I don't know. I don't know. But at the same time, it's it's cool to see that we're starting to buy into all this esports nonsense. It's something that's going to be interesting to see because esports adds an entirely different realm of media of 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 money coming into the system it's going to be a really good thing regardless plus it it spices up boring ass stuff like espn uh which i won't even get into but it's uh it's something to look forward to i'm super excited for it. i hope you are as well and the fusion should be because they got to call that home um, going into, uh, some other sports, um, because there's not much more to talk about with the Fusion, they, uh, they only have a week to prepare for next stage, stage two, uh, the meta is changing a little bit, which means that some things are, uh, happening with this game, a new character is going to be added by the name of Baptiste, not to be confused with the incredible... Uh, face-off specialist that the Wings happen to have on their team. Sorry, I had to take a sip of water there. But, um, yeah, he's a new character, which adds a brand new element to the game. Uh, so the players are going to have to be caught up on that and get ready for the um, next stage. So they're not playing this week. That's a very long-winded way of, uh, of me saying that. Um... Teams coming to the end of their season, though, is going to be the Philadelphia Flyers and the Sixers. We'll talk about the first one. Um, and the 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 Flyers are they're looking rough. They look like they're 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 about to keel over. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm never gonna give up hope on this team. Not until math tells me no. I don't care about no fat lady singing or anything like that. When math says no, I say no. That's okay. We'll move on to next season. And honestly, I'm pretty happy with this season. Now, don't get me wrong. I wanted to, you know, I was expecting getting into the playoffs at the beginning of the season. But at at this point, going from last place at the end of December to a team that could have made the playoffs... That's pretty good. I I think that's a a sign of improvement, and it's something that I look forward to for next season. I mean, it's it's it it's getting me excited, and when I get excited, for some reason, my mind instantly turns into math. Uh, so I was thinking about a few numbers today, and thinking about um keeping uh. Scott Gordon or not as the head coach um and I know that's kind of been floating around out there you know do we just you know let him do whatever for the rest of the season and 
see what works because he's not coming back next season. Maybe we get Coach Q or some other big-name coach. Or do we keep him around? Um, And so what I was looking at was um, what would have happened if we had kept uh, Hackstall for the rest of this season. We are uh, 46 games past the point when uh, Hackstall was relieved from his coaching duties. And it's a little interesting. So he coached in 33 games, uh, 31 games, sorry. He coached in 31 games, and in those 31 games this season, he uh, won 12, lost 15, and uh, went to overtime or shootout four times and lost. Um, so that was his record before he was relieved. And I was just like, well, what would it potentially look like if he had stayed with the team all the way up to now? They just kept going with it for some reason. Um, and using numbers that I figured out from, you know, season totals of, like, every year he's been a coach and, you know, breaking it down mathematically of this much percent he wins, this much percent he loses, I made a a bit of a prediction um, for what that season could look like after um, the point that he uh, was actually fired. Um, and interestingly enough, he, uh, after that point, he would be predicted to have 22 wins, 17 losses, and 7 overtime losses, which puts him at a record of 34, 32, and 11. Currently, the Philadelphia Flyers are 37, 32, and 8, which, I mean, the way you look at it, it makes us look like we won three more times. That I mean, that is what it is. Um, we lost the same exact amount, but we, uh, we were going to have a slightly better record. Um, and if you're wondering where that would put us in the standings, that would mean that we are actually four points out of a playoff position instead of eight. Yeah, things are looking rough. But then I was also thinking about, well, what if we just didn't let this whole experiment happen with Dave Hackstall for this season? We, we cut him out immediately, and we go right in to Scott Gordon just for the season. And uh, he has coached in 46 games for the Philadelphia Flyers, in which he has gone... Uh, 25, 17, and 4, which is pretty good. Um, but uh, that breaks down into percents, did the whole same thing. Uh, and in those 31 games that he was not coaching, the record would have been 17, 11, and 3. 17, 11, and 3, which puts us at 42, 28, and 7. If we kept the same exact record that we have, and with that trend would have, you know, simulated the first 31 games, that puts us at 91 points. And do you know where that puts us? In the second wildcard spot. So I feel pretty good about that. Um, 
and and I don't really know what that tells me, but it's something that makes me think that uh, keeping Hack around as long as we did was really not worth it because there's obviously other better coaches that were immediately available to us. Um, but with a potential record like that, that also makes me think that uh, maybe Q would not be the best fit here. Maybe we keep Gordon. And I personally think we should. Uh, he's shown us that he's working really well with these younger players, but at the same time, he is letting them grow. And I think this team's just going to get better. I think next season, like I've said before, is going to be a, a way better season than it was this season or last season. So I, I can't be really mad about that. The Flyers do have a couple of games coming up. They have uh, five more in the rest of the season. Three are happening this week, uh, starting with Saturday at Carolina. Then on Sunday, coming back home uh, against the Rangers. And then rounding out the week is on Tuesday, uh, where they will be at Dallas. So three games this week. Um, we're going to need some magic to happen in order to... Uh, to get back into the playoffs, potentially. Which is cool, because we might end up seeing that at uh, Carolina uh, next week. So, potential spoilers on that. Um, But uh, moving on up, we have the Wings, who won uh, last weekend. Uh, it was a 13-8 win over uh, the New England Black Wolves uh, team. Like I've said before, notorious for having busters on it. Uh, so uh, it, it, it kind of makes sense that we won. I was lucky enough to see them win the last time they were available, but uh, family obligations, fun family obligations got in the way of this one. Uh, but hopefully going to be at the next one, which, uh, oh, no, I'm not. It's, it's an away game. Uh, they're playing on Saturday uh, against the Toronto Rock, which is an insane name, by the way. Um, but let's hope we can walk away with a win for that. Uh, wings, that's down. Moving on to another sport, we have uh, MLS. We have the uh, the Union. Hooray! Um, also did a great job this week. They won uh, 1-0 and in their one game. Uh Winning three to nothing against the Columbus Crew, holy cannoli! That's pretty good, right? What I mean, what else can I really say about that? A three nothing win is good. That's that's how it works. Um, and uh, another really good thing is uh, the the overall story of the game, um, because it was a you know three to nothing game. Cool, whatever. Uh, two of those goals were scored by, I believe his name is David Akim, or Akim. Sorry, I if I'm screwing up a name, uh, I'm, I'm learning. Please don't yell at me. Um, but yeah, David Akim, who uh, scored twice in that game, uh, I found out that he had actually lost his father before um before Sunday's Saturday's game. Um 
and he said that he played so well in the game just because he knew his dad was watching and he he goes on to say that he was playing such an emotional game because of what had happened which is incredible to know that um someone's able to go out there and they they play for their dad one last time and he said that he knew he was watching so what a story there for David Akam great for him um and ends up being great for the Philadelphia Union as they move to 1 2 and 1 uh oh my goodness uh I also have the the Phillies home opener on right now Michael Franco um getting a three run home run a little live action there for you um but yeah uh so the the Union moved to 1 2 and 1 uh evening up that record just a little bit more uh, and hopefully we can see more play from the rest of the Union. Uh, Akam also uh, said that now that he does not have the pain of, uh, you know, losing someone so, uh, so you know, close to him and, uh, you know, in, within his family, it ends up... Uh, kind of freeing him a little bit. He says he can be a little bit more flexible now and uh, sprint with a little less pain just because um, it's it's one less thing that's on his mind, uh, which is great. And I would love to see more great play from him, and I would love to see this uh, story to continue on. Um, they're going to play on Saturday against FC Cincinnati at FC Cincinnati. Um, so hopefully things can go pretty well. Um, we got two, no, we have four more sports coming up. Um, two big ones, two, uh, not so big ones. Um, if you aren't aware, I've just made a, uh, new Twitter account for the podcast specifically. So that is going to be at orange line pod. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at Dr. PhD. Um, on the orange line, I'm going to just be tweeting out some of the, uh, the things that I see and hear on the internet about, uh, about our Philly sports teams and, uh, do live tweets, um, Wednesday through Sunday, um, about whatever, whatever sport I am watching for the night, um, and that'll have some live updates of the scores. That'll be me, you know, throwing out ideas, just talking about the game in general. Um, so feel free to join me on there, and uh, on Mondays and Tuesdays, and some uh, Sundays I will be live tweeting um, wrestling on my own personal account. But if you do not care about the wrestling, that's perfectly fine. Just go and follow at Orange Line Pod. But with that um, self-sponsor out of the way, let's move on to uh, a team that actually follows the podcast. Hooray! Uh, the Philadelphia Soul um, at Soul Football did uh, follow me, which is follow the podcast, follow us, um, and uh, they uh, they're just getting really excited for the season. That was the biggest piece of news that I could find. Other than uh, players just getting ready to train and um, an, an incredible burn uh, from the uh, 
the the soul, which uh, was really funny. Someone was talking about the new fourth and fifteen rule in the NFL, and um, and uh, you know the Giants Twitter I think came out and was like, oh yeah, well you know that's a dumb rule or something like that. I can't remember what they said. It's not important. All I remember is that the soul came out and were like. Oh yeah, well you would, you know, be struggling so much in the AFL even with your, you know, 19.2 points per game. I'm probably butchering the joke, but it was very funny on Twitter. You should go check it out. The Soul Twitter is uh pretty active. They're pretty funny. Um and I suggest following all the teams on uh on social media because uh you get a whole lot of fun content from them. They're uh they're usually pretty active saying some fun stuff. Um, and, uh, going from the AFL to the NFL, the, um, the Eagles are, uh, still in off-season mode. Um, more and more people, uh, getting excited, because how can you not get excited as it gets closer and closer and closer and closer? Um, so, you know, let's, let's get excited. I plan on, uh, having a special guest on... Uh, fairly soon to to talk about the Eagles, uh, do a five to ten minute guest spot or something like that. And if you're interested in that, please uh, let me know. I would I would love to have someone's thoughts on literally anything about any single one of the teams. Have it be like a a, a call in uh, on on a sports radio station. I'm getting ahead of myself here, um, but yeah. So both off seasons are going well. Um, I believe we are closer to 30 days for the soul to come back. I'm so excited. Um, no, we're at 2930 um, because their season starts on April 27th. I got my tickets already. I'm going to be excited. I hope to see you there. It should be a fun time. Um, and the Eagles, I don't know when... Uh, first uh first you know preseason game is when real season game is um i did see that they are uh hosting baltimore to train for a couple weeks of just like i guess spring training or something like that um which is cool i think that's a big deal if i remember correctly i should know more about it i but i just remember thinking hey that's pretty cool get some uh experience against just a, a different team, I guess. What if that means that, you know, the next time we play the Ravens, we just, like, stomp them or they stomp us just because it's like we trained with them. We know how they play. I don't know. That's some anime-type stuff. Moving ahead, another team that I said was reaching the end of their season is the 76ers, who uh, last week just... Not sure what happened. They uh they they lost twice, and both of those losses were to Atlanta and the Orlando Magic, um, which is not what you want to see from a team that's currently sitting in third in the East. I mean, taking a look at the Magic, they're in eighth, um, but they have a thirty-seven and thirty-eight record, and the Hawks are. Um, I believe mathematically eliminated 
from even being able to uh, get into the playoffs. So why are we losing to a team like that? Shouldn't happen. Shouldn't happen. Um, and I, from what it seemed like, um, I should say, uh, talking to people, the the story seems to be that the players kind of just don't want to play against these undeserving teams. I like how that's that like that's how like bougie we are. We're just like, oh, you know, we don't really want to play against these lower tier bullshit kind of teams. Um, but honestly, that's that's what we were told. Um, One nineteen to ninety eight against the Orlando Magic can't see that happening you can't see that happening um you know this late into the season and i mean we we do have to start thinking about playoffs i've seen a lot of people on twitter talking about um you know where do you see you know the future after these back-to-back losses what is what's going through your head what's going through my head is um i'm excited to see some basketball i'm excited to see some high level top tier basketball playoffs are right around the corner and we're in third i feel fine uh the these are teams that like we can kind of shrug off a little bit i mean the magic one is one that we just really can't let happen but like i i'm not gonna really treat a loss to atlanta as anything i don't know i just don't think it's that big of a deal and maybe it is maybe i'm underselling it maybe i don't know the full story please let me know um but yeah it's 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 not the best thing to see do have uh, a long week of games up ahead of us we have the uh brooklyn nets on thursday today um i believe i'm going to be live tweeting that game so that'll be fun uh then saturday we have uh we have the Timberwolves from Minnesota at Minnesota. Um then we have the Mavericks on Monday and then another game against Atlanta on Wednesday. So hopefully we can at least avenge that loss and really just get back into it. Uh, I uh I'm excited. This is what's getting me through uh March right now. You can keep your March Madness. The real sports are the Philadelphia sports. Also, shout out to um, Villanova, but not for a good reason. Why did you lose? Why didn't you lose, and why did you lose, like, bad? It's kind of lame. But, so, well, we left it to the end. I'm watching it as it's happening. It's Phillies baseball. We finally have baseball back in Philadelphia. Isn't this great? I I think so. I think it's pretty great. Phillies are currently up 6 to 1. Uh but last week they went 3 and 2. Uh rounding out their Grapefruit League uh season. They call it the Grapefruit League. I imagine it's a season. It's just a season that no one cares about. I don't know. Spring training is done, and we're finally in that stage of, well, let's play some baseball. 
Um, so with with that being said, up six one, team at full strength. We got all the players that uh that we really need. I can't really be mad at this team. I really can't. I think uh I think this is gonna be really fun. Um, and I think uh I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Where where do you think we can go, first off? Because I think this team can go pretty dang high. Hash, ha, like, slash far. Um, I mean, we've... Just, just taking a look at the starting lineup for today. It was so exciting. Starting things off with... Uh, with Andrew McCutcheon, then Segura, Bryce Harper, Hoskins, Romuto, Herrera, Hernandez, Franco, and that's when we get to the pitcher, Aaron Nola. Yeah, that that's that's the lineup that I'm gonna be really excited about. Aaron Nola, he he just came in third in voting for uh who you think is gonna be the NL MVP no not NL MVP. NL uh, Cy Young winner. Um, so it's incredibly, incredibly exciting to uh, have a player like that on our team, even though he did walk three people today, which was very out of character for him. And we also have um, just big name after big name um, and we've proven it in the game that I'm watching now, which I know is, like I've said before, is technically spoilers for next week. But, uh, yeah, I, th I think that this team has a lot of potential. I, th I think with, with where we can go um, and what we already have in place, uh, what's stopping this team? I don't know. But I do know that I'm very excited for this season. Um, starting the whole thing off, we have a series against the Braves. Which quickly transitions into a two-game series on Tuesday and Wednesday next week at Washington Nationals. Um, where we will see Bryce Harper um, probably spank a couple of good home runs. That'd be real fun. Um... So, it's it's going to be fun to watch this team. It's going to be fun to have a good Phillies baseball team again. They keep showing Jimmy Rollins all over TV. They're excited to have him back. Hey, J-Roll, how you doing? Um, But uh, another thing they've been talking about a whole lot is that... Uh, that it's it's got that feeling again. It's got that 07, 08 kind of feeling where it's like, we know we have a good team, and we know we can win a whole lot of games, and we know we can do pretty dang well. So that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm excited for. Pretty dang good baseball. And I hope you are too. Thank you for listening today. It is... Uh, always fun doing these, and uh, I hope to continue to do a lot more of them. Um, and starting next week on Friday, which I believe is going to be the fifth 
Um, you can catch my first edition of uh, my wrestling podcast. It's going to be the half hour of Power PWR Pro Wrestling Review. It's going to be a fun time talking about some of the uh, biggest happenings in the pref- professional wrestling world. A uh, whole lot of stuff on WWE because that's what's you know that's what's mainstream. That's what people know. Um, but there is other stuff going on out there. So if there's something important, I'm going to talk about it. Um, but with that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Please let me know in the comments below. Hit me up on Twitter and hit the podcast up on Twitter at Orange Line Pod and at Doctor PhD. Um, just tell me what you think. What are you most excited for uh, going into the Phillies season, or what what's going through your mind about any other sports team out there? Please let me know. And with all that said, I hope you have a fantastic day, and I will see you next time on the twentieth edition of the orange line.